This is the Epilogue Audio Experience. Himanshu Sheth graduated from Mumbai St. Xavier's College with a degree in Ancient Indian Culture. After a number of diploma courses in a number of subjects, Himanshu decided that his heart craved for the camera and photography. He was fortunate to be groomed in varied styles by renowned scholars both in India and abroad. Himanshu Sheth embraced every opportunity that came his way and gained experience from advertising agencies, design houses, industrial organizations, fashion magazines, travel and hotel industries. In a super candid conversation, Himanshu Sheth shares how shooting different styles calls for different mindsets. Himanshu, it's a pleasure to chat with you. I have known you as a photographer and as a friend, and this is the first time we are doing something like this. So, just tell me, how uh, did your journey begin? What was your childhood like? When was the seed of this creativity born in you? Okay, so <laughs> yeah, it goes really way back, and um, I think I was I was very fortunate. Uh, it was my father's hobby, which okay. rubbed off onto me, and uh, my father was. Uh, Uh, into advertising so uh, he he studied at jj school of art and then he became an art director and then he was creative head for uh, everest advertising for the longest time and photography was his hobby so you know and at, at that young age i i think i was probably 8 or 9 years old and there was a camera always lying around in the house and uh, he gave me a roll of film seeing how I, i would just pick it up and constantly play with it and he gave me a roll of film and he told me okay go to hanging gardens and just take some pictures and uh, that's that's how it kind of started and i loved it i enjoyed taking pictures of flowers and nature and all of that and uh, how old were you i was 9 when when i did that okay yeah and uh, how different uh, did you talk about it to your friends in the school uh, were they acquainted with the camera did they find you distinguished in the class So what happened was, um, I mean, I never really spoke about uh, photography in school in those days. But um, there was a school trip, which was, I think, going to Nepal or something. When I was in the eighth or ninth standard, this was much later, and um, I carried the camera for the first time at that time. And mm-hmm. then everybody got curious. Oh wow, you know. And then uh, you know, it just kind of worked out well because suddenly, you know, everybody would hover around me, want their pictures taken. So it it became so. I mean, the camera helped me be- help me become popular. So mm-hmm. that that kind of really boosted the whole process. So why didn't you go to JJ School of Arts? Why did you do your graduation? So um, I didn't want to get into. Um, I mean, I, I was always doing art. Even in school, I I I stood first in art at all right through, all right till the tenth standard. I did my elementary, intermediate, all of those I finished. But somehow I don't know why I I didn't want to pursue art, um, commercial art as a career. So uh, photography was an interest. But then I I I studied arts. I studied ancient Indian culture at Xavier's, and uh, okay. again photography was a hobby right through that stage. and because my father was in advertising he would go for all these advertising shoots and uh, every time there was an interesting shoot he would ask me to join in and uh, i actually picked up a lot in in that phase so when i was studying in at javiers is and uh, assisting all the other photographers in bombay and um, you know thanks to my dad uh, so that kind of opened the whole world of commercial photography to me so you had a great exposure right from uh, your adolescent time 
and uh, that's what probably wanted you to take a subject like ancient indian culture you know i've never known of anybody who has taken that <laughs> subject that's absolutely true because honestly uh, see for, uh, when when i realized that photography is the way i want to go so education became incidental so i i very consciously chose ancient indian culture because they used to do in ancient indian culture they used to do a lot of field trips Mm. So of course you get history plus I would get to travel which I really enjoyed and I would obviously take my camera every time I was traveling so uh, so that really really helped me a lot therefore choosing ancient indian culture was very easy because it would help my photography as well you just mentioned that uh, once you decided that you wanted to be a photographer yeah education was incidental but for a photographer Hmm. You have done so many diploma courses. I have don't know of any photographer who has gone beyond JJ School of Arts. What was compelling you to do it? Who was advising you? Why were you drawn to the academics? Like I said, you know, I was assisting photographers as well uh, thanks to my dad. And uh, I used to actually assist uh, this industrial photographer called Rohit Tanirani. So he was absolutely brilliant, technically absolutely brilliant. So I learned a lot from him. everything has happened very organically in my life i've never really planned anything i finished my degree and uh, just when i finished my degree there was a talk on studies in australia so mm-hmm. i just i just happened to walk in and just attend it and mm-hmm. uh, they they had this interview session after the talk i just walked up and i asked uh, some of them if they had photography because nobody spoke about photography and then uh, three universities had photography they gave me on the spot admission so it kind of you know it just it just happened and uh, i also got a scholarship from one of the institutes which i then took up uh, and i went to perth to study photography so okay. that's how it just happened and uh, you know all all the mentors like rointen was there hmm. they all said why not you know i mean go and get formal uh, training it's always good to to know the science behind what you're doing so hmm. that that kind of pushed me and egged me on as well so i i went abroad i did my diploma in scientific photography and then came back so once you were back yeah. with so much of um, knowledge doesn't it become even more complicated to decide that now what do you want to do and which sphere you want to go so when i finished my diploma in scientific photography i didn't come back i i, I didn't choose to come back immediately what i did was um, there you know in in australia they used to have these really crazy deals uh you spend some 900 dollars and uh, you could buy a round the world ticket which was valid for a whole year so okay. i just went on a whim and i just bought a ticket and i just backpacked for a whole year i mean i used to love photography and i used to love travel so uh i said you know once i go back to india and get into the work culture then it's really not going to be possible for me to take a time out like this so when this opportunity came along i just grabbed it and then i just traveled for a whole year all around the globe um till i exhausted all my resources and then i came back to bombay and then i started my commercial work but so, you travel yeah. for one year without returning to the roots that's india and to the family yeah. you have to be a vagabond at heart <laughs> that i think clearly i am absolutely no doubt about it i always live like met all when these uh, 12 months no i was living for 4 years in australia 
and uh, then uh, it was just an extension so i mean i i just traveled a whole year all by myself and those days you know there was no mobile phone nothing so you weren't in touch so my parents had no clue which part of the world i was in which country i was in or which city i was in so once in a few days i would try and call them and you know kind of keep them informed but uh, that was it you know and uh, just kept traveling till one day it got done and then i was back okay so normally when a person is back after yeah. uh, getting the kind of experience he wants to he mm. is very certain about his forte and then he just walks that single minded path uh, but when one looks at your filmography or your choreography yeah. one realizes that you are dabbling and juggling with too many arts and too many subjects you do fashion photography you do travel uh, you yeah. do hotels you are doing uh, wildlife everything yes how were you getting yourself organized uh see like i said you know right at the start that um, i have really not planned my life i i let it just life just happens to me and i i love to keep it that way so i really have never planned anything in my life so you know as as it's happened and uh, so what happened was even with uh, this after i came I back it was just a matter of whether uh, you know i was doing my commercial work because of course i had studied plus i had done scientific photography which gave me the ability to adapt to practically all types of photography so whether you name it you know when it was technically heavy i could i could handle it when it was fun i had my people skills i was easy to approach and talk to so that became very easy as well so fashion lifestyle was easy from that perspective food photography jewelry photography industrial photography so of course my my education plus my training under rointen helped me a lot in those aspects so that happened but the 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 wildlife part that you talk about and it's not only wildlife it's more travel photography is what i would say because i i don't do only wildlife i do i do environmental portraits i do historical places i do monuments landscapes you know all all those kind of trips so that seed was laid uh, in my life when i did my one year of backpacking so that is when I, i it was it was just a thought that you know maybe combine photography with travel in some way and see if that can work well so but after coming to india i was obviously taken into the commercial world and i was doing a lot of commercial work and uh, then one of the assignments one of my friends was um, you know starting wildlife camps in various parts of our country so he okay. asked me to go and shoot all his properties So that was fantastic. So I I went and I did the first one, and uh, then we sat down and spoke, and uh, I I shared my idea with him. So it was really really new, and you know nobody had ever thought of doing things like this. He said, "Why not? You can use my properties as as a base, and uh, do your eckies, and let's get started. You know, I'll help you in whichever way I can." Mm-hmm. and uh, so that was it was just a passion project so i started doing my recies i started in 2004 mm-hmm. and uh, my first proper fo- uh, photography or photo safari i took only in 2009 so almost for four five years i was just doing recies and you know trying to see if people would warm up to this idea mm-hmm. and then finally in 2009 i did my first trip So this photo safari is a very uh, unique and very characteristic uh, associated only with you and right. you go with a niche uh, uh, invited guests who yes. are all photographers and who come from all walks of life and uh, you all travel and you all make merry and you all get bonded 
how do you choose your clientele and how do they come into your life honestly again i'd say they choose me rather than me choosing them i have i i i'm completely open to this and like i said you know like i've never planned anything in my life and this is also part of god's own plan uh he's just he's just uh, put the, put these beautiful people in my life and i've really been blessed with the kind of people i travel with and they've they've now become an extended family so we are constantly in touch we talk photography at least once or twice a week and uh, and they travel with me every opportunity they get so it's it's just it's just happened you know and they all they all people from very very different walks of life probably didn't even know each other when they first met on my trips and from there it's kind of blossomed into this one wonderful relationship of uh, of learning of camaraderie of sharing and you know sharing the journeys and the memories so it's it's been it's been a beautiful journey honestly so i would like to inform our listeners that uh, himanshu is being very modest but his uh, uh, group of clients include a fabulous uh, singer composer rupkumar rathore and the beautiful and elegant veteran actor wahida rahman uh, he uh, kind of uh, travels with them and he also trains them and makes them expert into their uh, art and i think you have also uh, done exhibitions with uh, both of them right yes i have in fact we did one just before the pandemic kicked in so 28 uh, 18 december is when we did the show which went on till about jan and um, yeah i mean it was it was fantastic to see the turnout and you know all of them putting their best work forward and it was just a beautiful event i mean you were there you saw you saw what it yes. was so, yeah so uh, before i move on to your other uh, skills i want to know um, that all these photography that you mentioned the different mm. subjects like scientific industrial fashion and hotel and food and right. jewelry yeah what is uh, how is the, your uh, remote uh, changing from each craft what are the skills required for example in a fashion photography do you have to be extremely um, uh friendly with the model in the food do you have to like food do you have to understand science to be able to do science photography is what i'm curious to know yes you're absolutely right you need to um have a certain level of expertise in all these areas because they demand that kind of expertise so uh, for example like you rightly said if you if i'm doing fashion photography uh yes i need to know my basic skills of photography that's not a problem but yes how i communicate with the models how i get them to feel comfortable in front of the camera in front of me those are those are the skills that you really really need to to get great great energy going and to get great images for for fashion and lifestyle shots um uh, when you come into uh, let's say for example um, say industrial photography now um you cannot do industrial photography this is my belief again uh, you cannot do industrial photography if you don't have a technical mind you need to understand the processes that that particular industry that you're going to shoot uh, you know has and uh, once you understood those you need to see how best you can photograph them so that you can communicate that industry and uh, how they want to communicate their industry to the world so um, so that knowledge is very very important and you need to be technically savvy not only with your photography skills that you need to be 
but mm. also have an have a mind where you can understand the industry and how things work how the machines work you know how what are the limitations uh, with photography that you can achieve so all these little little things uh, you need to know i mean you can't say that okay i'm a fashion photographer and i'll switch over to an industrial photographer and become a success no it's not going to work that way so you need to have that little bent of mind to understand science to understand this uh, knowledge or engineering for that matter and uh, and then be able to take the pictures then your pictures will be that much more meaningful they they add that much more value you know and uh, when are you the most relaxed while doing food or while shooting uh, models or uh, when you're doing real pictures like in dharavi and i think the the moment i have my camera in hand i'm very relaxed so yeah so i think that that kind of sums it up because um, i i i just i think my mind just uh, switches off to everything else and just starts focusing the moment the camera is in hand so um i think and i and i enjoy that process and i enjoy the process uh and i do feel blessed that you know i have explored so many different areas of photography and not just stuck to one because um, i genuinely enjoy photographing all these um aspects you know i i enjoy doing food photography when i'm into food photography i enjoy doing jewelry i enjoy doing industrial i enjoy doing hotels when i'm in that so you know to to get to get the knowledge and the understanding of how every industry operates you know i mean that's that's such a wide gamut of knowledge base that that uh, fortunately i've been fortunate to to have so, so you also yeah. hold a lot of workshops right yes yes i do so uh-huh. that's what it started this whole photo safari uh, thing that started was uh, one to to drive my my own passion for travel and photography and combine that and to give back to give back to photography in whichever way that i can so those were the driving forces and uh, and you know with with digital uh, photography coming in everybody today is is very camera savvy uh, whether it be a mobile phone whether it be a, a, a genuine camera so either which way you know everybody is doing photography whether you like it or not yeah. so uh, you know so it's only a natural extension and everybody wants to take good pictures so i just i'm just there to guide them uh, achieve that in whichever little way they they can you know being a good cameraman is one thing and teaching photography a completely different art yes uh, some teachers uh, some photographers who are teachers are not very generous because they don't want to part with their secrets true uh how did you get into uh, teaching photography and uh, do you enjoy it and do you sometimes feel ke ye sari baatein main nahi sikhaunga thodi cheeze apne liye rakh leta hu no you know my life experiences have been very different i was blessed to have a mentor like rohit and irani over in in india who um, who was always open and always far more giving than uh, anyone else i know so i would give a lot of credit to him there so i've i've really not met people who kind of held back yes i've heard stories but i've really not met people who held back and then when i was studying in australia i was assisting photographers there when i was backpacking around the world i i would randomly walk into um, you know i would i would look up who are the good photographers in that city i would just pick up the phone or if the studio was nearby i would just walk in and to my surprise i have always always been very well received everywhere that i walked into like that and people have been far more generous in sharing their knowledge and uh, 
and uh, you know sharing just their stories with me every single time that i have i have approached them so um yeah honestly i mean i i mean if if i had mentors like that and i've learned this from life there is no i i don't know any other way to live i just have to share openly whatever i know so yeah uh, so it's always you been are also attached to many um, ngos na you give away yes. a lot of your uh, earnings and benefits uh, from yes. shows to them yes yes in fact all shows i inspired that so um, you know right uh, from the time i started my photography career when i came back and i started work um, i i had beautiful friends placed in beautiful uh, walks of life and some of them were attached to these fabulous ngos um, i started in fact uh, with uh, you know this um, very close family friend of mine geeta gopal krishnan she is associated with uh, raising funds for the cancer hospital for the tatas uh, she was also associated with uh, sadhna school um, so um, those were the two absolute immediate entries for me the moment she know knew i was here she said listen i want you to help me with this and it was a no brainer you know any any cause like that i would be more than happy to lend my hand so and that's that's how it started and uh, then of course i got into teaching and then uh, people doing dharavi projects they invited me aditya jyoti hospital invited me to help uh, you know their cause so i've i've just constantly uh, been doing that and every single time i do industrial shoots most industrial organizations have their csr activities lined up and um, so i always end up going and and shooting those uh, activities as well and to help them as well to raise awareness and raise funds or whatever it may be so yeah so i've, I've always always been i mean it's, it's just been again like i said it's it's no planned effort it's just organically always happened and uh, that's that's how i've been and uh, all my exhibitions therefore i have always tied up with a cause and uh, all the proceeds have most of them have you know after taking costs out have always gone to these to help in whatever capacity i can all the photographers i know and i know a lot of them because i've always been an editor right. they eventually have a final dream which is either to bring out a coffee table book of their pictures mm. or to turn in into a filmmaker if not a cinematographer mm. what is your ultimate dream are you uh, sometimes nurturing the thought of turning into a filmmaker um you know i think i abandoned that thought uh, very early in my career there was a time when i came back from australia and a lot of people said you know you may want to try your hand at this i did and um, no i somehow it, it just didn't suit me so i i kind of abandoned that thought very early um again like uh, i mean i i honestly don't have a plan um the one thing that i know i want to do is till i'm able bodied i definitely want to keep traveling I want to keep shooting. I want to keep teaching. Th- those things I'm very clear on. Uh, the rest, yes, you know, coffee table books, all of that. But uh, yeah, I'm right now. I I think I've got a lot more in me to to travel and just collect all that information from all over the world. And maybe when when I'm a little more semi-retired, or I don't know whether I'll ever retire, but uh, maybe have a little more time on hand is when I will probably start looking at uh, you know doing all the other things with it. but uh, yeah right now travel teaching these two are my biggest focuses yes and a common complaint the family of a photographer has is ke puri duniya mein ja ke tasveer nikalte hain magar hamari to ek bhi tasveer nahi nikali hai aaj your family and wife and uh, say the same thing 
बिल्कुल uh himanshu <laughs> it was wonderful chatting with you and learning so much about photography uh you have uh, exposed us to a lot of things that one was not aware of what is your final message to uh people who think they are photographers or want to be photographers what is your uh giveaway message you know i think by all means because today you can't you can't negate the camera the camera is an extension of you you know i have it on your mobile phone you have it everywhere all i would really like to to point out is that photography is just a little bit more than just taking your camera aiming and saying you got a great shot no please put in a little bit more effort when you're when you're taking those pictures learn a little bit more i think that's that's what will you know sharpen your skills and improve your image making abilities as well so don't stop learning and don't 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 be complacent uh, if you if you enjoy photography please please make the effort of just learning that little bit more so i think that's that's what i would love to tell people because everybody today is is a photographer so you know just add a little more value to your work that's all thank you that is fantastic and i hope all the photographers are listening to that Thank you Bhavna ji thank you so much for having me here thank you very much Thank you for tuning in if you have liked this episode do comment do rate on Apple Podcasts subscribe on your favorite podcast app like Apple Podcast Google Podcast Hubhopper Castbox Spotify GeoSaven so that you get notified when we come next Stay tuned for the next episode with yet another guest and until then Take great care of yourself.